0: Good afternoon baseball fans and welcome to episode 53 of Sports Talk with Rags and today we are talking high school baseball as our guest today is the head varsity baseball coach at St. John's College High School, Mark Gibbs. Mark, how are you doing today?
1: Rags, fantastic man. Thank you so much for having me on. Super pumped to be here and uh, you know, excited to have this conversation with you.
0: Hey, well, uh, thanks for uh, taking time out of your schedule here to uh, be on. So, uh, before we get into your uh, your coaching assignment, um, uh, start off with uh, your your interest in uh, in baseball and where you uh, played high school and uh, and college. Let's start there.
1: Sure. Well, you know, as a youngster, I played three sports growing up and played uh, three all the way till I was in eighth grade and played. Uh, baseball and basketball my freshman year here at st. John's and you know having an older brother I was uh, you know I would say willingly forced to participate in everything that was happening um, mostly because he needed somebody to throw BP and I think if he was here he would say the same thing um, which is uh, I'm convinced that he's the hitter he was because I threw such good BP at the age of 11 so um <laughs> But, uh, you know, I mean, came through St. John's, graduated in 96, um, you know, moved on to George Mason and, and uh, you know, played there four years, played three years, three years with the Orioles and, uh, you know, kind of moved right into coaching right after that. So, uh, you know, pretty standard, pretty standard high school, college, and then a little bit of professional baseball, so.
0: Right, yes. And when you were at George Mason, I mean, there in the late 90s from 97 to 2000, I know that uh, Coach Brown – is still there but uh george mason was in the caa at uh at that time and the caa definitely was uh some good quality baseball there in the 90s
1: certainly was it certainly was and i had a fantastic experience at george mason Uh, i learned a ton from coach brown while i was there i think kind of you know, when I was getting to the end of my career at Mason and, and I sat down with him and he kind of said, you know, what are your thoughts about what you want to do? And I said, well, you know, I'd love to keep playing, but if I don't, um, you know, I want to uh, to jump right into coaching. And and he fully supported that decision and, and helped me out right away. And um, but no, this, the CAA back uh, sure. back in the, the early through the late 90s was a, was a gauntlet, man. Um, you know, my I guess it was my junior year, 1999 we had an eight team league and sent three of those eight teams to a 48 team regional. Um, and, you know, we had three teams ranked, I think in the top 30 uh, of the country. And, um, you know, I think that year we were actually on the bubble. We made it to the, I think the final four of the CA tournament that year. Um, and we were on the bubble and, and, uh, but it was, you know, it was awesome, man. It was so much fun every weekend going out and you're seeing first round, you know, guys that were drafted in the first round, uh, future, you know, guys that played in the big leagues, um, for a long time there. Um, so it was, it was a gauntlet when I was there. It was, it was super fun. And those, those eight weekends were awesome. Right. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so after your, uh, playing days there, three years of, uh, uh minor league ball there in the Orioles organization, I see that you, uh, have been, uh, coaching at, uh, St. John's here for, uh, for 16 years. So, uh, tell um, tell us here about your uh your assignment here back at your alma mater
1: you know, i was i was super lucky um i you know i, I got released in the spring training in 2003 and i it was march of 2003 so i came back and the high school season was going on so uh, while i while i was trying to still play and i had i was a little bit nicked up had a couple of injuries and i was trying to get myself healthy so And and it just so happens that Kevin was home at the same time that we were both just going down to the field and still working out every day. And, and I was hanging out and helping my dad um, with his team at that point, 2003. And, um, you know, as, as it as I went through the season and realized that I wasn't, I was pretty much done at that point. I was, you know, 25 going on 26 and, and, you know, it it was time to get on with my life rather than trying to go, you know, stick around and play, you know, an A ball or double A for a couple of years and, Um, you know, I just decided at that point, hey, let's just, let's just get going a little bit. So, um, I helped out with, um, you know, some of the teams locally actually helped out with Herndon high school. Um, and, um, and then, you know, finished that 2003 season with my dad as the coach, uh, helped out in that summer with Herndon high school. And then in the fall and the winter, I got more invested in St. John's and then that, um, you know, started as assistant coach in 2004, um, and I also helped out with uh, uh, college summer league team. So I did that for two summers, um, and came on as a full time assistant in 2004 here at St. John's, and um, spent three years as an assistant and took over in 2007, and uh, have been the head coach ever since. So it was, uh, you know, I had some good experiences coaching. You know, probably not enough. I probably needed. Um, you know, I was I was lucky in that I took over early as a, as right. you know kind of still on the younger side, but. You know I probably could have um, you know, looking back on it now probably could have used a couple of more years um, you know, as an assistant or just as a uh, as a as a head coach of a summer team, just kind of getting acclimated to what I was doing. but uh, but yeah, I took over in two thousand and seven and and here we are.
0: yeah, so uh, hey, when the uh, opportunity's there, but uh, hey, so with the uh, Catholic League, I mean, before we uh, before we started, uh, I was sharing how my brother-in-law is a '94 graduate of uh, Bishop McNamara, and he he always talked about um, the uh, DC um, Catholic Catholic League. And I know that I had uh, one of my earlier guests was uh, Kevin Sutton, a longtime college basketball assistant who used to be at uh, Bishop McNamara, and. Uh, he always talked about the competitiveness of uh, basketball, but uh, how's the, uh, how's the baseball there in the uh, Catholic league? And with you being the head coach for 16 years, you definitely have, and being a player, you know, you definitely have uh, experience at seeing the competition over the years.
1: No doubt. And, you know, just a, you know, a little bit about our league. It's, it's, You know, it's it's had a bunch of different names. It's currently known as the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference. Uh, It's been known as the Metro Conference. It was known as the Catholic League back when my dad was playing in in 1967. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what a lot of people don't understand about the way private schools work in our area is that they don't play in the public school leagues. Um, You are exclusively in your private school league. You don't, you know, we're not even allowed to play in the public school state, you know, can't play in the public school state tournaments. Right. and so because of that, um, you know, and there, and there are so many private schools in this area between the MIAA, the IAC, um, the, the independent conference, which is like Flint Hill and Potomac School, stuff like that. Um, you know, and the MIA has three three different divisions of, of private schools. And, and um, you know, because of the way it works, it just creates such a, um, um, you know, I think a bond between the teams because, they're, you know, we are all in it together um and and certainly because of the math of basketball and and the math of football and and you know at some level in St. Gonzaga uh good council football in the mid mid 2000s um you know the football and the basketball are probably the more highly touted parts of our conference um and but that being said I mean the baseball's tremendous um right. and because because you're playing each other twice um you know, it's – and then our – you know, we're really lucky in that our playoff system is a – you know, we play a quarterfinal, semifinal, final. The quarterfinal is a single game. The semifinals and finals are both best of three. You know, there are times when we could play one – you know, you play one team five times in a year. Um, but, but it creates – it creates a lot of competition between the teams. And, um, and there are a lot of good players on each team. Um, you know, because each school is private school, we have – you know both Gonzaga and DeMatha that are all all male and over 900 students apiece. Um, it, it is a, it's a really really good baseball conference, and you know from top to bottom, you know year in and year out it's as good as anywhere anywhere I've been. Um, right. You know we've been up and down the East Coast playing, um, you know the top the top private and public school teams, uh, you know for as long as I've been here. So I mean I have a tremendous amount of respect for this conference I and mean, the coaches in this league. Um, and the players that it produces, and what they do moving forward.
0: Yes, yeah, and with where your location is, I mean, during the during the regular season, I know that private schools down here in the Tidewater area, you know, they they schedule you know twenty five to to thirty games, and sometimes you know outside of conference, if a rainout happens with having so many games uh, on the schedule, they might not. Uh, make it up, uh, you know, a non-conference game. But where your location is, are you guys able to play uh, uh, Baltimore teams or uh, on spring break go go out of town to maybe uh, Myrtle Beach or Florida? Some uh, competitive uh, spring break tournaments.
1: You know, there are a lot of things that I would love to look at. Our, you know, our um, our um, the 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 presidents and the headmasters that run our schools, I, I yeah. wish that they would look at baseball as a separate entity from or softball from, from the other, the other sports, simply because of the way that baseball is played versus the other sports. Right. That being said, we have a, uh, we're allowed to play 25 regular season games. Right. Um, you know, we only have 13 in conference games, so we're allowed to schedule 12 out of conference games, and that can include an out of season and an in season tournament. Um, you know, in total, I think the most that we could play is about 34. And if that's, if we play, you know, if you play all 25 regular season games, you play, if you end up having to play seven playoff games, and then we play in the DC state tournament, that would give us 34. Um, so, or 35, I guess. Um, so, so generally what we're doing is we're going to play our 13 in conference games. Um, you know, last year our last full season 2020 or last supposed to be full season 2020 we had uh lake braddock on the schedule um we had calvert hall Spalding, gilman um saint albans uh who is you know um one of the top two iac teams um and i can't remember the other and then we're, and then we were supposed to go out to – actually, that year are supposed to go out to Las Vegas and play in the Bishop, Bishop Gorman tournament. So we are really lucky. Our president lets us do a lot and has a lot – we have a lot of flexibility with the schedule that we're allowed to play. Um, you know, we played in the IMG National Classic. Um, we played in the upper – well, what used to be called the Upper Deck when we were out there was the Anderson Bat National Classic, the one in, that's uh, sponsored by El Dorado and Esperanza out in Southern California. So – you know, outside of getting to probably Arizona, we've played and, 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 the, and the recently started tournament down at the USA Complex in Cary. We've been to the biggest baseball, the in-season high school baseball tournaments in the country um, yeah. and just seen some incredible baseball. I mean, if, if you get an opportunity, I, you know, I was out, um, you know, with my experience last week with USA Baseball, I was out there with, with a couple of guys who coach in California, and I just said, you know, until you get out there and see what those teams can do – you know you don't know what you don't know and as much as i would love to say that you know there's teams in our area that belong in the you know the national rankings every year you know it's more of a you know they're they're trying to get different geographical areas into their into rankings because you know the team the teams out in california on a on a day-in-day-out basis would be able to come over here and 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 as good as our league, they would, you know, they would finish in the top half. I mean, that's just how many baseball, how many good baseball players there are out there. So so. But again, back to the schedule, we, we've been given a tremendous amount of flexibility to play um, the best Northern Virginia public school teams that will play us. Yeah. Um, and, you know, all the private schools around here all are interested in playing every year. So 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 we have we have a lot of flexibility.
0: Right. And, uh, let's see. And during this year, so, uh, you know, you mentioned, um, throwing BP to your older brother, you know, I have a older brother who played at William and Mary while, uh, Mike Ragsdale, while your brother was at, uh, old dominion. Um, I, I couldn't hit, you know, so I stopped, uh, playing baseball, but just, uh, followed with, uh, stats and i did some uh broadcasting here with uh, uh a local um high school team in chesapeake where my brother and i graduated from from uh 2014 to 2018 uh western branch uh high school and we played a couple state tournaments at robinson uh there in fairfax but you know when i was doing some announcing i would just use uh my phone and prop it up, Facebook Live. Well, this year, uh, with knowing your brother, I saw that uh, one of your games was uh, promoted with the YouTube channel, and uh, boy, that was uh, the broadcasting team or there at the there at the school with the camera angles and the uh, guys that uh, announced um, announced your baseball game. Man, boy, they do a uh, top-notch uh, quality there for uh, high school. You know,
1: it was it was really cool to, to have that happen. Um, you know, when, when the schedule came out, when they, you know, uh, initially made the decision that there was not going to be any parents allowed on campus, um, you know, our president basically just said, okay, well, we need to figure out a way to get games to the parents. Um, and in a high-level manner, we really never – um and i and and it's probably on me that i need to be better at looking into these types of things with facebook live i mean there are so many different ways to live stream games um that i just haven't really spent a lot of time looking into but um when the schedule came out when the social distancing stuff was still in place when parents weren't allowed to watch the games the president said hey we're going to do this um and it was awesome um right. you know we had those i think we ended up having three games live streamed on campus um you know, the first one we had a little. We were supposed to have a little rain, so they could only have the one angle. The second one um, was the one that was really cool. Uh, the Saturday game against Paul the Six, where they had three different camera angles. They had two different commentators, one of which was Evan Flax, that had played for me and graduated in two thousand thirteen. Uh, oh, wow. They had done, they had done their homework. You know, game changer. They were able to go back and look at different games and see how you know, what get different guys were doing. And, and they brought a personal aspect to the, to the live, to the, to the commentary that you just don't normally get. Um, and Evan had actually called games. Um, you know, he went to Denison university and played baseball there. He was wow. actually part of the, part of a, um, part of the team that did play by play for, I think, both basketball and volleyball. So he had some background in it. Um, so it was, it was awesome for us to be able to do that. And, you know, probably uh, you know, um something the kids didn't like was that i was able to go back and watch the games and start looking at things that you know i i had i had written notes down about but i actually got to see live and say yeah so that's that's exactly what's happening in the game that we're not doing correctly and um you know it's it's not something that i had to I, you know i had the time to do on a on a day-to-day basis but on those three specific games when i was going back and looking at very uh, very specific things in those games i was able to do it but it was it was really cool the parents loved it um, you know, I work in the alumni development office at St. John, so I was able to send the feed out to all the baseball alumni. and I was getting text messages and emails saying how much they loved it, and and uh, it is something that we're going to look at doing
0: in the future a little
1: bit more as a school for all the for all the sports. Right. Yeah. Well, that's
0: good. Yeah. I think uh, so. My brother-in-law that graduated from Bishop McNamara, his his oldest son, um, my nephew is currently. Uh, he just finished his freshman year at Gonzaga so i think i uh, tuned into the uh, game when you guys when you guys played played gonzaga you know but uh you know it's just uh now to see uh baseball you know here in um, y'all's conference you know it's just uh that technology and everything it was uh it was great to see especially with coming off of the pandemic and the and the rules where you had to limit. I mean, when you guys got into postseason, could you guys have at least the immediate family come to the games?
1: Well, you know, kind of of the way it goes, as soon as they opened it up and allowed two parents to come and um, it's that snowball effect uh, where, you know, one one family will bring, you know, and whether it's the home or away team brings a couple more and then people are looking around saying, well, you know, there's very little, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and our, 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 actually our facility is great in that there is a lot of room. I mean, our, the baseball field's connected to the football field. So we have a hundred yards worth of stands that run down the left field line. So the parents can socially distance. We have a massive hill on uh, that sits just outside the third base, uh, third baseline behind the third base dugout. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the, the parents were able to socially distance, but, you know, the fact is they were, you know, going to the game and then going out to dinner or going to each other's houses. So, they you know, they're they were socially distanced in, in what they were uh, comfortable with. Um, but uh, but by the by the time we got to the end of the year was pretty much, um, you know, wh- whoever wanted to come could come and, and, and we could get them get them socially distanced enough. So it it all worked out in the end, I think
0: yeah and as we uh, as we wrap up and uh, thanks again for your time I know a few minutes ago you said something with your experience with uh, USA baseball here a couple of weeks ago uh, down at Kerry um, I know that uh, my wife and I we've been to the Kerry complex my my wife Elizabeth she had a cousin that uh, pitched for Carl Lancaster at uh, Mount Olive and the uh, Division Two World Series was at uh, Cary, North Carolina, and uh, the cousin was uh, Carter Capps uh, that pitched. And um, so we've been to the complex, but uh, how, how was that experience there um, a couple weeks ago there with USA Baseball?
1: Uh, it was spectacular. Um, certainly one of the highlights of my career as a coach, um, you know, for, for many different reasons. One, um, you know, having, you know, having Kevin had played for USA Baseball twice, um, LJ Hose played in 2005 and, or 2006 and 2008, um, you know, and just seeing kind of, kind of those guys go through it, just being, being a part of anything that USA Baseball does is special because it's, you know, you're representing your country. And, you know, now ours wasn't technically, you know, it was USA baseball running the major league baseball draft combine. Um, So, uh, so it was kind of a mix of, of both, both USA baseball and, and the major and major league baseball. So, um, you know, it was, it was really cool. I mean, I'm in the dugout with Jeff Bannister who's been a big league, uh, big league manager and Michael Barrett who's played in the big leagues and Aaron Heilman who played in the big leagues and, you know, I, I really just spent an entire week not saying much at all, and just trying to listen as much as I could and take in as much as I could. And um, you know, that's that's kind of how it was. I mean, um, you know, I think I think there was four teams. There were six. There was four coaches on each team, so sixteen coaches total. Um, I, I think that I, um, you know, each staff had, you know, had one guy that kind of represented high school baseball, but the other three the other three high school you know quote-unquote high school baseball guys were all I think they all had played for team USA so um you know it was just a really special experience and and something that I'll never forget and and you know watching the the combine happen in live when you've got Fred McGriff and and Harold Reynolds down there talking to the players and you know you you know you see uh, Royce Clayton come through and, and rod Manfred came through it's just you know it was super special and and something that I will uh, you know I'll always cherish and you know hopefully I get another
0: opportunity to go back and do something with them again in the future. Yeah, well, that's good and uh, hey, so as you are in your summer, I mean, uh, you guys, um, the baseball program have a fall program here to uh, tune up for the twenty two season.
1: Yeah, at St. John's, actually, our guys stay together all year. Um, oh, okay. We run
0: our showcase together. We run.
1: Um, we have actually have a group down on the field lifting right now. Our, our incoming freshmen are are down on the field with our with our sports performance coach right now, um, on the field working out. Uh, we've got a team that's down at the Worldwood Bat, um, and we got two teams that left today, both to go down to the Raleigh Durham era to play in different tournaments. Um, so we're we're, you know, I it was something we started uh like 2000 we started our summer and fall um programs in 2006 but something that we really um kind of pushed more towards a mandatory thing with all of our players in 2013 um that all of our guys are going to play together all summer and all fall to to give us an opportunity to to actually develop our players, uh, you know, and not just send them out and playing glorified scrimmages all summer. So, and all fall. Um, so, so we're really lucky in that our, our administration backs us doing that. And, uh, you know, um, you know, I haven't seen them, you know, they're probably happy that I haven't been around and I haven't been around in about three weeks. So uh, okay. you know, they're probably happy about that. And, um, but uh, you know, overall, I'll get a chance to to see all the guys next week and check in with them, and, and I'm still staying in touch by text and email and everything. And um, uh, but uh, but yeah, so so we're we're rocking and rolling right now. I've got guys all over the place.
0: Yes, and I see that uh, last year was a was a great great success with uh, finishing up as the uh, as the champ. Um, there with uh, last season, so definitely uh, you know maybe you guys can uh, go uh, go back to back here with uh, <laughs> coming off of the pandemic since 2020. there was no season.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know I'm excited about this group that we have coming up. we had a we had a really good senior class. We had 14 seniors, so it was a, it was a big group. Um, and you know we were lucky enough that we didn't have a WCAC championship this year. Uh, we won the WCAC from 2014 to 2019. So, um, you know, we they they decided not to have any conference championships this year. When the DC tournament was announced, um, we decided to enter that to give our guys something to play for, and yeah. um, you know, give our give our seniors this year an opportunity to to run on the field and dogpile, which is, um, you know, while it's uh, you know it does happen here uh, a fair amount, it's not something that normally happens, and so. You know, we wanted we wanted our guys the to give our guys the opportunity to go and 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 finish the season and dog pile on the field, and that's what happened. We were lucky enough to make it all the way through and played two really tough games in the semifinals and finals. And um, you know, we're you know, it's a daily process to 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 try to put ourselves in a position to get back there next year. But you know, it certainly always the always is the goal to 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 give ourselves a chance to to be in the mix at the end of the year.
0: Right, and uh, as we as we finish. Uh... Hey, you know, with, uh, knowing your brother, Hey, you know, I know that he played at old dominion, you played at George Mason. So I know that there's one of, uh, one of your seniors that's going to, going to VCU, um, there, uh, let's see any other, uh, colleges there from, uh, your seniors, uh, that just graduated for baseball.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we got 11, 11 of our 14 seniors are going to head to head to, uh, to head to play next year. Um, Funny enough, you know, the the we have two players going to VCU, one of which is Kevin's son. So we're we're trying to cover the old CAA, you know. Right. Yeah. family member. Um right. but uh but yeah, we've got two guys going to see it, go two guys going to VCU, um guy going to East Carolina, guy going to Notre Dame. Um two players going to Towson, uh two players going to Morehouse, uh player going to Shenandoah. Um James one going to James Madison and one going to um, – what is the last one? Oh, man, I'm blanking here. Um, but, yeah, anyway, 11, 11 heading to play.
0: So, uh, yeah, well, that's
1: good. We're, we're lucky. We're super lucky. Yeah.
0: So, but uh, – all right, Mark. Well, hey, uh, thanks again. Thanks again for your time. And, uh, you know, uh, glad to um, – hear a little bit more about uh, St. John's uh, baseball with having a nephew going to Gonzaga, you know, right, right now the nephew's in the crew, but maybe when, uh, you know, games start uh, opening up, maybe I have to uh, come on out there and catch a St. John's Gonzaga uh, baseball game.
1: Well, uh, that would be fantastic, and Rags, I really appreciate you having me on, and and uh, was was uh,
0: super fun, and and really enjoyed it. All right, well, all right, everybody. So that's a that's a wrap here. Listening to uh, head varsity baseball coach Mark Gibbs there with uh, Saint John's College High School baseball program, and everybody have a good afternoon.